You know what time it is, Sergio? Dinner time? Wrong, my friend. It's trailer time. For our first trailer today, we got an Apple TV Plus show called Constellation, which is about a catastrophe in space and madness on Earth. You know, we've had a, quite a few movies like that. Really? Like what? Like movies that take place in like a, in space and there's something bad that happens in space. Because you know what happens in space. Whatever happens there, no one can hear you scream. That's an alien reference. Yes, but I mean, like, there's, like, a lot of movies where a lot of things are going bad in space, mostly recently. Like, you know, with the ISS, is it? Yeah. And then there was, and then there's that whole one with, uh, was it Adam Sandler who's coming up with, like, the, the spider extraterrestrial? Yeah, Spaceman. Yeah, and then there's, um, and then there's this one. And I know there was a, another one that was more recent. I forgot what it was. Oh, wait, Gravity, I was going to point out, but that one came out a long time ago. Yeah, I remember watching Gravity in theaters like an IMAX 3D. Let's get into the trailer, and we'll be right back after this. Space! And we're back. So, Sergio, what do you think of the trailer for Constellation? This reminds me a lot of a horror movie. I think it was horror or psychological thriller. That was um um about this uh, family who uh, came to a house and then... Like by a lake, and suddenly, like a, a bunch of things started happening in the house, but I couldn't see what who who's causing them. Do you know that movie? Not at all. Yeah, I don't know, remember what it was, but if anyone knows, they feel free to comment it. But this, I can, I'm gonna call it out right now. I'm guessing this is like some extra, like um, like alternate dimension kind of thing where that's happening. It looks like it, like even that little girl saying, "You're not my mom." I didn't yeah. call you. I didn't say I love you. Who are you? We didn't have a banana, banana, banana in our house. <laughs> I was gonna say banana. I know you. You did. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, but also one thing I gotta say is Apple TV Plus, not my favorite streaming service. This is where it's going Apple TV Plus because all their original programming, it either goes into two categories one is exclusively for adults and another one is exclusively for kids as in little baby kids as in talking shapes type kids and they don't have a some, that that big of a variety in between except like ted lasso or the after party but everything else is usually death murder shapes colors learning to make friends and this is looking like it's going to be strictly for adults and more, more going to be on, on the boring side. And it looks, I'm going to, I'll probably watch the first episode and see where it goes, but I don't think it's going to retain my whole like viewing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Funny enough. It I'm also like, seems like it's going to be very, very kind of vague and also with like the things that are happening and things are not going to make sense a lot of the time unless you pay really close attention. Right. So... Come, this is coming out February 21st on Apple TV+. Plus. Next up, we got the trailer for Richard Linklater's next movie, Hitman, coming straight to Netflix. Now, Serge, are you familiar with Richard Linklater? I don't think so. Well, he directed the movie Boyhood, and also he directed School of Rock. I've heard of those. I haven't seen them. You're telling me you haven't seen School of Rock? No. It rocks, dude. I know. 
Clearly, you don't. Going, I hear people like uh, talking about it. I don't think you understand how much it rocks. It rocks so much it has a Nickelodeon TV show. What's the TV show good? I don't know. I didn't watch it. And mm-hmm. we, for Hitman, we also got Glenn Powell in it. And if you're not familiar with him, he played Hangman in Tap Gun Maverick. So let's look at this trailer and we'll be right back after this. Don't tell me to calm down. This Hitman's a pro. So, Sergio, what do you think of the trailer for Hitman? To be honest, I can't tell which way this is trying to go. It looks interesting. It looks like a good time. But um, it starts off with like a, being like very serious. Then it goes off into a very like upbeat, kind of cheerful kind of way, kind of tone. And um, from the few scenes it actually shows us, it looks like it's going to be um, some kind of like a comedic kind of thing. Or like some kind of slice of life, like uh, mixed in with a bunch of like... Uh, what do you expect from a hitman? Um, I'm I'm really sure to what to expect from this because there's a lot of stuff happening, but at the same time, there's not a lot being not a lot being shown. So it seems kind of interesting. I like how they don't show that much in the trailer because if again if they had if they show too much in the trailer, the people would get mad saying, "I practically saw the whole movie in the trailer." This gave you a taste of what it had of what the movie has to offer. And it does something I don't really like in trailers is have like people reviews on the screen saying this is great, a masterpiece, Glenn Powell is best. Yeah, we I know we need those to make publicity for the movie more recognizable since it might be a lower in lower tier movie that people might not know about. But it makes it seem over. It could also ho- overhype a movie to where it might not meet expectations after seeing all those reactions to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but this, I'll, I have faith in this. I don't know if Glenn Powell's written anything before, but he is also writing this with the director, Richard Linklater. So I feel like it's more in the personal area or like more passion expertise area. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm not sure. Because if they made the... It gives me more hope knowing that they made it together because I feel like... Because it could have been a, li, a script they might, might, that might have been on a blacklist of scripts where... It might have been trying to be made in Hollywood, but years and years of development made it where it just people gave up on it. But the people that are involved in the movie right now are writing the movie. It makes it more genuine in a way or more. You mean, like, you mean a passion project? Yes. I think I said passion project, but we, I digress. So Hitman coming out June 7th on Netflix. Next up, we got Avatar, The Last Airbender. The live action TV series going to Netflix. You ready for this one? Mm-hmm. And also I should specify to all our listeners that I will have the trailer links in the bio below. <laughs> and we're back. So Sergio, what do you think of the trailer? All right. I have known about this show in the permanent making for a long time and I gotta say, seeing that it's actually being finished and actually coming to Netflix is pretty exciting. I got two words for you, man. Holy crap. Oh my god. This looks so good. I can't wait for this, man. I might. When I saw this trailer first, I had to take a minute to sit down and process what I just saw. I'm in the middle of rewatching this um the entire series before the movie comes before the show comes out. And it's been so much fun. 
I haven't watched a show since it came out on TV, and I was like, every other weekend I watched it, so I'm, I was completely lost. So me watching it again, it's like a, a new show, and it's, it's so good, man. Why did it take you so long to tell me to watch it again? Oh, no, I told you about it. It's just that last time you told me, you said you watched it, but then I you mistaken me for saying the movie instead of the show, so you ended up watching the show. I mean, not the, the show, the movie. Right. I have a funny story about that movie. The M. Night Shyamalan movie. When I was a kid, I saw it. We had a field trip to go see it from our school. And they handed out these little kid popcorn snacks. Like the little box, cardboard boxes with a little bit of popcorn in it and, and, a, and a snack. And during the movie, I'm, my favorite thing about the whole experience was the food. And then everything sucked afterwards because I ate my, my popcorn and all my snacks before the trailers ended. So the rest of the movie, I was just angry and hungry. So there was another reason why I hate the movie. God, that one with no response to that at all. With, with this what trailer... Kind of you, what kind of response were you expecting? I don't know, like a, really? Wow, that sucks, or something. But with the trailer, they nailed it with, with this one. But I don't want to get my hopes up too far, because we had experience. And like I said, we already had another experience with the live-action version of this property. So I don't want to give all my hopes up, but I kind of want to. I really want to. This looks beautiful. And I, I remember I could see from the 12 episodes I've seen so far of the show, they already nailed it with certain shots and certain places that they're going to and people. And let's talk about the, the casting for it. The casting looks amazing. Like they all look like the characters and sort of sound and act like them. What do you think? They sound slightly off from the characters, some of them do, but overall, it seems they seem very similar to the actual characters. I'm not sure if I saw like a image of Azula, or I'm not sure with that girl with like the bun on her head. Like it was just for a specific when she shot an arrow, because I'm not sure if that was supposed to be Azula or not. But she looked way younger than the character. When I first saw like the first trailer that we saw, I thought the characters were like they seemed to be wanting to do it as faithful as an adaptation as possible, but the um, the characters looked uh, younger than they were in the show. So I was skeptical at first. But seeing this, this is really cool and it's really awesome. Um, There seems to be, they seem to be following the story pretty well, but they also seem to be adding a lot of stuff, like doing some certain things differently. So I'm kind of excited to see what's going to happen. Me too. I'm wondering how, how long is it going to go as a show by itself? Because... With this show, I had a source tell me that this movie, I mean, this show, it's hard to tell you, it looks like a movie. With this show, they spent over $15 million for every episode. And the money is on the screen. But then also, you have to realize that if this movie bombs, I'm saying here I am saying again, movie. If this show bombs, there's a high, there's a huge chance that this movie, this show, there's a huge chance that this show is going to get canceled after one season. If it doesn't get the numbers that they expect, which I'm thinking either mediocre, anything mediocre or below, they're done. They're going to they're going to scrap it. Yeah, you can really see like how much work they're putting into like the effects mostly because that's what's on display most of the time. Because from the few lines that are in here, I can't tell exactly where they're from, but it doesn't sound like there's a whole lot of emotion. It could be just because of the, the scene they're taken from. But I do. It does seem like they're gonna do. It seems. It does seem like they put a lot of work into it, and I'm pretty excited to see how it's gonna how it's gonna play out. Right, and I also heard that this is gonna be TV fourteen too. I'm wondering how they're gonna use that rating to help them embrace the story because 
they easily made not really easily but they nailed it by having a kid have a tv y7 rating and working around the limits but since they're working on netflix i think there's because of the fact that it's live action i think they're gonna go, go get a little more gritty with it because like in the show they dealt with a lot of very serious topics such as genocide oppression and race uh, race huh oh yeah race well sort of kind of like it wasn't groups really of people specified that they were different races it just specified they were just different vendors from different regions right because i recently watched an episode where they had to go i think it was called the great divide and where they had two different i think tribes walking down a canyon together that's not race though that was it just was a feud between two different clans yeah but they kept on using terms like we don't want your kind or we don't like the, it it was a type of region you know what i mean like discrimination Yeah, but they're not two regions. They're two people. that's why i'm you know that's what i meant if it, if it wasn't specified before that's what i meant but with that i wonder how they're gonna address those episodes in here because it looks like they're have like i honestly i don't know where this is gonna go if they're gonna try doing book all book one in one season or if they're going to have it staggered throughout a couple seasons because Book one is a season. yeah but with this show this adaptation are they going to extend it to like they're going to have to cut episodes out entirely i can already tell you that even if they're all hour-long episodes it's a netflix show so it's going to have eight to ten episodes at most Uh huh. and there's like 22 episodes for the first season Uh huh. I think that might be a good way to condense the story, but also not rush it in a way where you feel like you're missing big points. Unlike the movie where they try thinking, oh, we're going to get a sequel guaranteed. That's why we're making a book one water. That's this is our adaptation of it. We're absolutely going to get a sequel. Last Airbender 2. Let's go. But yeah, nothing flourished from that. So here we are with another rendition of book one water. And do you think they're going to tease the fire, Wait, which wasn't at their water earth earth you think they're gonna tease earth at the end or are they gonna try finalizing the story for this one part yet and leave it open to and leave it open to another season but also close the story well that's the thing they did in like the series like they kind of close it off with like the lesson of what uh, the representation of water means which is like change and learning how to and learning how to come to terms with it which is what water represents as an element So I think they'll do that as kind of like a like its own own story, but also kind of leave it open, because depending because from what I know of how expensive this show is, my guess is that since there's so much like uh, money put into it, they want to let the first season out, and then see how it does. If it does good, then they'll continue with it. But if it does bad, like you said, it like does mediocre, then they'll probably have to drop it. Okay. Yeah, because, yeah. But overall, like, you can tell there's a lot of scenes here from the show, and you can see all the money on the screen, and it looks really good, and I'm really hoping it does well. So my guess is that, like, they're probably going to get started working on it, but they won't, like, green light uh, a lot of things just to, be sh just to be safe to see if this thing is working. I'll be so pissed if they cancel it after one season, and the season's actually really good. I don't That'll know, be because, like, Netflix has a notorious reputation with canceling pretty good shows that they make just to keep, like, certain other shows going. Exactly. That's what I'm worried about. Like, they did that for Inside Job. They did that for, uh, 
the order. They What's did the for order? a bunch of other sh like original shows that they've done. What's the I heard order? it was like I heard they canceled like a lot of shows to continue Big Mouth and uh, some other shows that weren't as popular, I guess, or just weren't as talked about as much, but just gave them more views. But Netflix is uh, starting to change that right now. Like they're making some pretty good shows. A lot of stuff was coming out on there. So hopefully, fingers crossed, this might, this, I don't want to jinx it, but hopefully this uh, does well. Hey man, Big Mouth's pretty good. Don't. Yeah, I, st I still gotta watch it. I'm kind of put off by the like the very raunchy humor in it, but I'll, I'll I'll give it a watch one of these days. That's practically a no for you, dude. You do know I've watched almost every show you recommended, right? Yeah, but I but I know you, and I know you're not gonna want to watch it because you're discussing Yeah, that's what easily. I mean. Cause, yeah, I know. So, why you? It feels like you're judging me right now. I'm not judging you. I'm just. I'm just saying that you don't usually like these type of things and I don't want to push it on you if you don't like it, but then don't diss it if you haven't seen it. I didn't diss it. I was just saying, like, I've heard that it gave, got rid of, uh, like, canceled airing. It canceled the works on other shows in order to keep that one going. I heard pretty good things about it, but I'm not sure if it's the kind of show I would watch. Okay. Well, I, I'll say it on air. Sorry if I seem like I was dissing you. All right, man. Yeah, that's fine. Alright, cool. Next up, we got Invincible Season 2 Part 2. We got a date announcement for that one, but we have like a little teaser, like a 15 second teaser telling us about it. We'll be right back after this. And we're back. That was intense. <laughs> it was so intense out of nowhere for a 14 second trailer of him just looking up. Oh yeah, but it's actually it's actually pretty on brand for Invincible. Have you seen season The new two season? part one yet? No, I have not. I have seen I have was getting around to it, but I have not had the time to actually fully watch the entire season. I haven't seen it yet either, but it looks pretty. I'm I was planning on waiting to watch it once the new season, the second part comes out, so I can watch it as a whole. But I might as well just watch it all, watch it the first part now and just wait till March for a second one. I'm pretty sure just based on this that season two is already pretty like brutal. So I imagine if I see like at least a few episodes, I might have to take a break just to like take a breather from everything that's happening on screen. Right. Because uh, Invincible has been has been pretty good with like keeping its audience like on the edge of its seat because like it left it left um it left like the first season on kind of like a cliffhanger. What was the cliffhanger again? I forgot. Like the season one where his dad leaves and he meets uh and then he meets um Alan again. They talk about like how what what's gonna happen next. Oh yeah, okay. Now I remember, okay. I got you. Yeah. So we got Invincible coming out March 14th, season two, part two on Prime Video. Next is one I need you to help me understand. It's the Bad Batch, the final season trailer. You Oh ready yeah, for that's right. That's right. You haven't seen the entire season, have you? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen. I've only seen one episode. Oh man, you missed so much. I bet I did. I'm gonna. I don't want to watch the other ones, man. This is All my. right, go ahead and just press play. Okay, we'll be right back. So, Sergio, what was your reaction to the Oh Bad my Batch? god! Oh my god! Oh my God! Okay. Assange Vengeance comes back. Who? She's um the blonde woman from the clone, from the original Clone Wars. 
Oh, okay, yeah. I haven't seen the Clone Wars, dude. Oh, man. She is such a great character. I am... Oh, my God. I heard about what happened to her, like, after Clones... After the Clone Wars series. Because, like, it was in, like, a... Like, an info book or... Like, about a character. I'm not sure if it's, it was true or not. And seeing her back and in the new design is so cool. She's like, um, uh, Count Dooku's, like, a uh, Padawan that uh, he trains to become a Jedi hunter. Ah. Uh. Okay, now I know. Okay, I know. One thing I did like, I like hearing Wanda Sykes in Star Wars. I clearly could tell that was her. She was the first woman that was like on the pilot ship. Oh, yeah, she's been in the show for a while. Really? Oh, yeah, that's what I'm telling you. Like, you miss so much. Like, she has become a prominent character. Oh, I... She's really good. Well, I understand, Sergio. I would watch this, but I need to watch The Clone Wars to, to watch this. Actually, no, not very much. It's just a, bit, a bunch of, like, uh, reused characters. But overall, it's kind of a pretty self-explanatory, like, kind of story. There are some things that you would, you might not get if you didn't see the Clone Wars. But overall, this is kind of a self-contained story because all that stuff that happened in the Clone Wars doesn't matter anymore. Good. I don't want to watch Clone Wars. No, if, like, if there's anything, something you're confused about, I could explain it to you. Because overall, you don't really need to see the Clone Wars. It's just mostly for, like, uh, fan service for, like, uh, the character, for, like, the people who have watched it and introduced these other characters. Because overall, they pretty much talk about, like, what they've done and what they did in, back in the Clone Wars. They don't, you don't really need to watch the whole thing. Well, yeah, but I, I don't like being that guy where, like, okay, I only get the gist of it. I, I want to know everything about it. I... It's like watching a Marvel movie, the first Marvel movie, Iron Man, and then going all the way to Wakanda Forever. You can't do that. You're going to miss so much. You can, Yeah, you can get someone to explain it to you, but it's not the same as watching it yourself. But I don't want to watch Clone Wars because it looks like crap. It looks bad. I'm pretty sure a lot of people would disagree with you because we grew up with that thing, and that is pretty good considering the time period it was in. What do you mean we grew up with it? We're the same age. No, I'm talking about other people like me who have watched the entirety of it. I used to watch it all the time back on like Cartoon Network when I was little. I was watching a regular show and my gym partner is a monkey. That was while I was watching. Wait. What? I watched that show a few times. It, it's not really my, ta my cup of tea. So this is your gym partner is a monkey. What? Wait, no. Oh. This is my gym partner is a monkey. Wait, no. How you feel about Jim Partners and Monkey Surge is how I feel about the Bad Batch and Columbia Clone Wars, I guess. I don't know. There's not really that many no, comparisons. No, it's not the art style that, that, uh, that, that turned me off to it because like, there were some things I liked about it. It was just like the, the humor that they have with like the with like the, my Jim Partners and Monkey, with like the actual monkey was weird sometimes. But overall, it was a pretty good show. I'm not saying because I did watch it a few a couple of episodes. It was good for what I saw. I liked Ed, Ed and Eddie. Now we're just talking about Cartoon Network shows. <laughs> I know. But, I watched those too. But yeah, back to back to Bad Batch and Clone Wars. Uh, yeah, screw Clone Wars. I might look at Bad Batch like the, a couple of episodes to see what it's like. I'm pretty sure you're going to get some people mad at you for that. <laughs> I don't care. I don't like Star Wars. I already know people hate me over that. I lost a girlfriend because I don't like Star Wars. You don't, I don't think you should say that. <laughs> well, what? I lost a girlfriend? Yeah. That, for Over Star Wars. <laughs> Well, it's true. It happens, dude. People lose people lose relationships in different ways. This might even happen to someone else, and they'd be like, I can relate. They might feel heard. 
I think that would only happen to people who are really passionate about this franchise, but okay. And you think there are that many people that are, that are, that are passionate about Star Wars? What? You think there aren't that many people that are passionate about Star Wars? No, I know there are. I'm just saying, I'm not sure if it happens all that often. Mostly because people like that usually hang out with people who are also passionate about Star Wars. Well, yeah, but you've never been like on a on a first date where you say what you what you like in a mood, what you like in a person, what you like and what things you like, and then some pe sometimes you say one thing that people are like, wait, what? Oh, well, yeah, oh, okay. Or I That's guess the whole, that's questioning. that's the whole point of a first date, to get to know each other. If there's something you don't like about them, well, then that's the perfect point to just cut it off. Well, yeah, but I got a text from someone saying, "Hey, you seem like a really nice guy and all, but I don't think I could be with someone that doesn't like the Clone Wars." I swear to you, that's exactly what happened. Okay, well, I mean, me and Mace, me and some other friends tried to convince you to give it a watch, but you only said you want to watch that one episode? Yeah. Okay. And you said I remember you did tell me to watch it, but then you said the first couple seasons are rough. I'm not gonna battle through a hundred, like, ten to twenty episodes just for it to possibly get good. But no, it is good throughout the entire. I said the I said the animation style because of how early it was. It's clean for for the time it was, but nowadays it might the art, the animation might seem a bit rough at a few points. But overall, it's it holds up very well. The animation in this trailer looks dope. I can see it improved though by a lot. Yeah. I might watch this, but not the other. And I'm sorry, I might lose my few followers that I have over this, but I stand as a Star Wars, like an average Star Wars watch. I don't watch all the TV shows. I did watch Book of Boba Fett. I did watch Mandalorian. I watched Obi-Wan and watched the movies. I just don't want to watch it every day, like on a TV show. It feel like it was a lot, and seemed like they're always focusing on. I, I don't know. If I had to hear Skywalker one more time, I was gonna lose my mind. I was gonna lose my mind. I can't take it, man. I can't. I mean, the whole reason why it's on the start, why the Clone Wars is happening, is because Skywalker's there. But he does, he does appear in a lot of other things, but it doesn't always focus on him. The Skywalker saga was done. in 2019 with the last movie but yet we Yeah, still I know. have properties I, I, to talk about Skywalker I know. I, that's when that's when the Clone Wars came out. and Tatooine just I'm tired of looking at Tatooine I'm tired of looking at dirt when it's, when it's, They're not at Tatooine. they're always a Tatooine everywhere They're they go on the is Clone a Tatooine Wars. They're on different planets, all of different environments. yes they are in different vibes in this, in this show I, 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 I believe you on that but all the live action stuff I've seen they always land in Tatooine in some way form or form Did you like the original Genny Turdivosky show? Yes. You do know the Clone Wars is based off that, right? You're telling me Star Wars Clone Wars was based off of Star Wars Clone Wars? Yes. Gain Turdivosky made that to to start off like basically everything. I'm not sure if it was made after or before, but overall it's the same beats. It was made after. It was made before the the CGI show. Before? Yeah. And yeah, it was based off of that. Yeah, I already knew that it was called Clone Wars. The character models look the same, sort of. But yes, yeah, Star Trek's better. The next trailer we got is called Roadhouse, the 2024 remake of the 1989 classic. And we'll be right back after this. Roadhouse. And we're back. So, Sergio, what do you think of Roadhouse? Honestly, this looks awesome and kind of the kind of the kind of movie I would actually like to see. Okay, so I'm testing right now. Last night I watched the original one 
in preparation for this to see how they compares to it. And you know what? It it kind of has a lot of scenes in the movie I, I noticed in the original. Like you see a scene where him in the hospital talking to the nurse saying like, no one wins a fight. That's straight from the first movie. It's like they're paying homage to it in certain ways, but also it's, I don't know if the original one's a classic in a way, but it is like, I don't know if it's either, if it's classified as a good or bad movie in particular, but I do know people talk about it a lot. Like remember in Family Guy, there was a whole episode, like there was a whole half, beginning half of an episode where Peter Griffin rented Roadhouse and every time he saw, he's, saw a fight about to happen, he would just start doing a roundhouse kick and just say, road hails. Every time. Because he just saw one scene in the movie. Have you seen that, Sergio? No, I have not. <laughs> uh, but let me see if I can find it. Hold on. Help! Somebody! These drunk redneck truckers are trying to have their way with me! Not while my scrotum is pressed up against my stomach in these jeans, they won't. <laughs> Roadhouse. That was awesome. And its message is timeless. Peter, the only message in that movie is that every problem in life can be solved by kicking. <gasps> oh my god. Brian, you're right. Peter, I'm joking. What did you say to me? Peter, what are you doing? Get off my plane. That's not even the same. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> not gonna talk to me like that in my bar. Not a bar. <laughs> Here's your burger, sir. Thank you. Sir, I need another dollar twenty-five. Is that right? Keep the change. Roadhouse. <laughs> Okay, that is the last time you are gonna pull that crap. <laughs> you hear me? Yes! Do you hear me? Uh, yes! <laughs> now you are gonna hold down that football until Charlie Brown kicks it. You got that? <laughs> yes! Now go ahead, Charlie. Yay! And you know what else? I did some checking around. You're not a licensed therapist. <laughs> Roadhouse. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Roadhouse. Back to the ro back to the reboot. There are actual um. So with this movie, they already had some some controversy over it. So with the director saying that um director Doug Liman he directed a couple other movies. So Doug Liman he directed Edge of Tomorrow, episodes of The Recruit, Locked Down, and I believe The Born Ultimatum. And with this movie, he was planning on going to theaters. He was trying to convince Amazon to push it to theaters, but then he they kept on saying no. And then he actually went to what's his name? What's the great CEO of Amazon? What's Lex Luthor's name? Um, Jeff Bezos. He went to Jeff Bezos' yacht with Jake Gyllenhaal and did a private screening for him. And he said, "Hey, I want to put this in theaters." He's like. Yeah, sure, put it in theaters, but yet they still put it on there. So because of that, he's not gonna he's boycotting the premiere, and I sort of see why because it looks like it had money onto it. Well, obviously it's from Prime. They put a lot of money into the things they do, but I understand like his uh, wanting to put it onto theaters because it looks really good. Yeah, and also I think they added a new element with like the Conor McGregor character, 
Like I I believe they have like they had bouncers in the first one, yeah. But I don't know if they had like a big name actor. They didn't have a big name actor for it though, or a big name person. I don't think Conor McGregor is an actor yet. He's just a UFC fighter, isn't he? Yeah, but he's one of the more famous ones. Okay, so I'm not I'm not in the wrong here. Good. And so yeah, it's coming out March 21st. Next up, we have a trailer for another Prime Video movie called Ricky Stanicky. They're making a lot of stuff. Yeah, they got that. They got that Bezos money, man. They got that free guess, shipping money. <laughs> I always wondered, like, how Bezos spends his money. I'm not sure if he's just like bored with like what the what cinema has right now, and he's like paying people to make stuff that he actually would enjoy, or if he's just trying to find ways, new ways to spend money. I'm telling you, man, he is Lex Luthor. At some point, he's going to find kryptonite and make sure that if there's an alien on our planet that can blow cold air and have lasers for eyes, he is going to stop him. Mark gold my eyes? words. What? Did you say gold eyes? No, laser eyes. I said laser eyes. Hmm. Okay. But yeah, so P R Ricky Sinicki is directed by Peter Farley. And if that name doesn't sound familiar... I'll let you guess who it is after this. And his name is John C. Okay, we're back. So, Sergio. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you think of the trailer for Ricky Stanicky? Oh my god, that is awesome. <laughs> I mean, the, there's raunchy humor, and it looks like I'm gonna be grossed out in a few parts. But overall, it looks like a great, a great comedy movie. <laughs> oh man! And uh, John Cena, like John Cena, I've seen the the stuff he's been in. He's a good actor, so I'm actually kind of excited to see like what he does in this role. Unpopular opinion: I think he is in the top three best athletes turned actors, right next to Dwayne the Rock Johnson and. LeBron James. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's controversial. Really? Yeah, I mean, like he's been in a lot of stuff. People obviously like him. Yeah, he has charisma, no doubt about that. So, with this movie, the the director I brought up that his Peter it was Peter Farley. You might not know that name, Sergio, but you know his work. It sounds familiar. I'm he, not sure what it, from which ones though. He directed a couple of your favorite movies, The Three Stooges. The adaptation of Three Stooges, movie forty, a uh, segment from movie forty three. I have not seen that one. Good, don't. Dumb and Dumber two. I did not like that one. Hall Pass. I haven't seen that. The Heartbreak Kid, Shallow Hal. They directed Osmosis Jones. Okay. Me myself, Irene, and there's something about Mary and Dumb and Dumber. Oh, he does a lot of gross out here. Yeah, but. The funniest thing about this is that he also directed Green Book. What's that? It was Best Picture of twenty eight of the twenty eighteen Oscars. Mm, never heard of it. It was about a working class Italian American bouncer who becomes the driver of an African American classical pianist on a tour of venues through the nineteen sixties American South. And if that sounds weird, I'm reading the IMDb reading right now. You should probably watch it, Sergio. That's pretty good. I'm I might give it a try if I can find it. All right, but yeah, so I actually like this trailer. It looks funny, but it looks really funny. I'm really curious to see how it goes, though. I, 
It feels like it's gonna lead, like it's a classic kind of like light trope, like a delight, the trope reveal, like the light reveal trope. Um, but it it looks like it might actually uh work out at some point, because I don't know. I just like to, I just like to. I'm just optimistic about it. May, hopefully, like there's some kind of happy ending. I know it might be a bit cheesy or, or like cliche, but. I really I can from this just this trailer I really want to see everyone in this movie like do well. Me too. I like almost all the act. I like actually all the actors in this. Everyone's cool. Even, um, what's his name from Dave, um, the guy with the What? From what? The the guy from Dave. Dave. Like his his man his manager. Oh. Oh, right, right, right. I thought he was familiar. Yeah, he he's always funny and also um, what was the other guy's name? Not Zac Efron, the other guy. I've seen him before. Anyway, it, yeah, I'll find it somewhere later. But besides that, it looks it looks fun. I'm I'll, I'll give it a watch. It's coming out March seventh on Prime Video, so take a look, keep a lookout on that. This next one I know you're gonna love. It's a horror movie. Oh come on, keep it going. All right, it is called Immaculate. You ready for this? Let's go. All right, we'll be right back after this. And we're back. So what do you think of the trailer for Immaculate, Sergio? Give me a second. Okay. I... I do... Uh, I, I can't handle horror movies all that well, just so that, that everyone knows. Um, I'm so excited to watch this with you, man. I can't wait to watch this with you, man. I'm not sure if I'm going to watch it, because I am interested to see how the story unfolds. Because it looks like, um, are these new studios that are doing this? Because I haven't heard of them before. Neon, you haven't heard of them? Neon, I think I might have. Black Bear, I have not. Black Bear, the only movie I've seen that they done was The Happy Time Murders, that puppet movie. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, yeah, they did that movie. And Neon... I found it hilarious. Neon did also, um, a movie called Self-Reliance, which just went on Hulu. It's a directorial debut from Jake Johnson. It's actually pretty good. I give, I recommend that. And they did Parasite, which won Best Picture. I don't remember which awesome. year it was. I think it was 2020. From Bong Joon-ho. Awesome. I might well, butcher that um, name. Based off the very little stuff that they showed, well, actually, they showed a lot, but it actually didn't give us anything. Because, like, from what we can tell, like, the story seems pretty straightforward, but there seems to be lots of twists and turns. That gonna keep you guessing, and a lot of very, like, a lot of very like, uh, what's the word? Kind of like imagery. No, not the imagery. I'm talking about like the the concept, and it seems to be like um, criticizing like um, the views of people of of this religion. I'm not sure which religion it is because like, there are uh, quite a few religions that believe in this kind of uh, in in God, so it's. Uh, I'm not sure specifically like which religion is going to be represented in this. I'm not sure if it's partisan, Catholic, Christian, Jewism. I'm not really sure. I think it's Catholic. Maybe. I'm not really sure because Christians and Catholics often get confused as the same because they are very similar. But I'm not sure if it's uh, Catholic because there's nothing mentioned about other saints. I'm Catholic myself, and I know that we pray to the the saints, whereas the other other. Um, religions in of um of like, that believe in God as well don't usually do, 
they say that we worship the saints, but no, we worship God. We just view the saints as someone, as an example to become. Like, to, they're examples of people who have sworn their life to God, basically. Okay. Or, like, have done the, the best to become as close to God as possible. Basically, like, they've done great acts so great that they have seen, like, as uh, prime examples to follow. There are plenty of saints that you would that you would not know about, and they're really all like incredible people. But anyway, as I would say, um, this is a very interesting kind of movie. Cause it's a movie, right? Yeah, it's a movie. All right, just wanted to clarify. It looks it looks like it's gonna have like I at first I wasn't sure if it was gonna be like a sort of psychological kind of thing, kind of like how they did with like a, you know, with like um uh Get Out or like Nope or like those movies. Yeah. Or if it was going to be like an actual supernatural kind of horror kind of thing. It looks like it's going to be a mix of both. And it looks very interesting. I'm just not sure if I'll be able to handle watching it in the theater. I think my mom might like it, might like to watch it. I'm just not sure. Well, yeah, because your mom likes Exorcist, right? Uh, I don't know. She, uh, she every uh, recently, like every mo horror movie I put on, no matter what, she always like ends up like going on her phone or falling asleep. Well, you know, I, I think it's... Do you think it's a little odd that almost... All, like, there's a lot of horror movies that take place around religion. Well, yeah, mostly because, like, there have been a lot of people who have had, like, really bad experiences with religion and see it in this kind of light. Oh, I guess so. So We just... it makes sense. Also, because, like, religion is a very easy place to pull off from supernatural kind of things, inspiration for, like, the horror kind of aspect of that. Because there's only so much you can do if you don't incorporate actual religion. Well, yeah, but Because, last like, uh, huh? last year we had three, though. Like what? Exorcist Believer, The Pope's Exorcist, and The Nun 2. Well, yeah, because it's very easy to get inspiration for a horror movie from there. Okay. One more thing I should acknowledge is Sydney Sweeney is slowly blowing up. I, I'm not really, I shouldn't say slowly, but getting more recognition. She plays the main actress in it. And she's also in the new Madam Web movie. She's in Anyone But You, that new rom-com with Glenn Powell, the same guy from Hitman. And she was in Euphoria. I guess that's where she got her popularity from. She seems really good. She is. I liked her in on Anyone But You. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch this. Let me see what I'm it's going called. to, I'm, I'm really questioning based on this trailer, whether or not there'll be some scenes that are, where I'm going to have to turn away because it looks like there's going to be a lot of graphic and very like uh, disturbing scenes in it. So I'm just wondering if like, if I'm going to be okay watching this. You'll be okay. Don't worry about it. Trust me. I don't know why you should trust me, but trust me. Yeah, trust me. Wait, we missed one more trailer. And What? Monkey Man. You don't know about Monkey Man? No. Is it also a horror one? No. We'll be Or right. you even play it? Okay, we'll be right back after this. The lights start blinking, the monkey jumped out the window and went crazy. And we're back. So, Sergio, what do you think of Monkey Man? It looks awesome. <laughs> I'm happy you liked it, man. I'm 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 so excited for it too, man. I can't wait. We got, you know, who's producing it? Uh, wasn't it Jordan Peele who's directing? Wait, who's producing? Jordan Peele is producing Dev Oh, producing Patel, is both directing. huh? He's producing as well as 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 well as directing. No, he's not directing this. Oh, I thought it said it was that he who was directing. No, you're mistaken, dude. He he just produced it under his company, Monkey Power Productions.
and we got Def Patel, who's also starring in it as Monkey Man himself. He's directing it. And wow. if you don't, do you know? To be honest, this gives me this gives me like real vibes of like the Beekeeper and John Wick. Because of a revenge story. What? No, because of the choreography and the action. Oh yeah, I didn't. Even, I honestly didn't think about that, but also it was, it was early in the morning when I saw this, so I was pretty tired. But seeing it again, man, this might be one of my most anticipated movies of the year. Oh yeah, it's really good, and it's really interesting. Like it's diving into this other culture in in, in like India. I've uh, taken a class on on like uh, films and movie and books from over there, and this stuff is actually not that far off from how things are actually are in India. Well, it's good they have authenticity in it. That's I I'm happy for that. Oh yeah. And you know who Dev Patel? I just saying this because I know you might know this. Do you know who you know? Do you know where you might have seen Dev Patel before? Hmm. He he did look kind of familiar, but I'm not sure. He was in Slumdog Millionaire. Slumdog Millionaire. I guess you haven't seen Slumdog Millionaire. He also was in Lion. I guess you haven't seen Lion. He also was in a little indie movie. I don't think you heard of it. It was called The Last Airbender. He played a character called Prince Zuko. (laughs) Oh my gosh, this is him? (laughs) Yeah, that's him. Wow. Bring me all your elderly people. <laughs> uh, that's the only line I remember him saying in the movie. He actually did pretty good. I'm surprised that he actually is this good. Like he's actually in a decent movie. Well, well, he's been in other good movies before, but Some Dog Millionaire. I think I might have heard of that one, but I have not seen it. That's the Best Picture winner, dude. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Monkey. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. He his ethnicity is from from India, right? Yes. It, it just it just came to mind that no wait got, no shut up Sergio I'm sorry no he's from London. I'm talking about his ethnicity, not where he was born. Yes, Indian descent. Yeah, that just brought to mind like they got someone who's Indian to play Zuko, who in like in like the Avatar universe is more closely to, um. People from Japan, or or from people from Japan. Yeah, that was a big problem with the movie. Mm. They that's not the only problem with that movie, though, Sergio. No, I know. I, I just said I never knew his ethnicity. Also, it seems like the the lore that they have with like the 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 monkey man, the protector, it seems very uh similar to, um, the Chinese like legend of uh Sun Wukong, the monkey king. I won't be surprised if they base it off of that uh, yeah but i'm not too familiar with the mythology in india so it might be something else but it seems like a very interesting like a movie that it, that looks awesome i really i would look forward to seeing this do you know a fun fact what this was originally meant to go to straight streaming on netflix but the re- reception for it was so strong at test screenings it prompted universal studios to to give it a wide theatrical release oh just like deadpool I don't think that's with Deadpool. It was Ryan, it was a like, teaser that went out that leaked onto the internet, and everyone liked it so much that they basically had to greenlit it. Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I, I I thought about it differently, but saying it out loud, yeah, basically that. You're right. So yeah, Monkey Man coming out April fifth, twenty twenty four, and now we can say goodbye to our audience. All right, I'll see you next time. Take care, everyone. Have a cinematic day.
Hey everyone, thanks for listening. And be sure to subscribe to our channel and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, X, and TikTok at Brick Wall Cinema. Have a cinematic day.